0: Welcome to the church stuff podcast i am joined in the studio by the man the myth the legend uh jay gray how you doing brother
1: doing great man how are you
0: i'm good man i'm good good you, uh good you had a good day today good old, yeah. good old sunday
1: always good sundays yeah. are always good and the yeah. weather's nice so i'm, I'm enjoying it, it
0: it is can you imagine it was what a week and a half ago we were in snow i think it was you're Something right like that we were yeah. just snow and then but. it was like 60
1: you can live in missouri you can live anywhere right so
0: that's all that's all it is man it, it wasn't in mm-hmm. that long ago it was like negative four yeah and it was just okay now it's 60 and i'm wearing a hoodie and i kind of regret it today well you know what <laughs> just
1: hold on to it because it's supposed to be 80 on tuesday and then 40 on wednesday so oh, get man. ready for that 40 degree change
0: this it's just a cycle <laughs> it's, it that's is all it is it we is. experience all four elements all four seasons in we're good. a month we're good but i mean hey it makes us tough it I, does you know it does it's um, no, I, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask you some kind of personal questions, sure, just kind of yeah. like, so people get to know who you are. Um, so uh, you want to talk about like, where you've come from, like how you grew up in church, things like that. Like, uh, wh- how did you get started in church?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, I, obviously, I've been in church my whole life, I was born into it. So I just grew up really remembering more than anything being uh, in Fenton. That's where when mom and dad were up there, youth pastoring, associate pastoring things of that nature uh doing like evangelism that's what i remember vaguely when i was younger mm-hmm. so uh just being around with uh when they had their youth group i was always kind of running around as that kid that just liked to be involved with all of it uh, just always being in service always you know, if uh, service went long, I'd be the one sleeping under the pew, you know, be on stage when dad needed to use me, you know, as it still goes <laughs> even to this day and I'm 40. So, uh yeah, man, it's it's just always been a part of it from music to drama to, man, you name it, youth. It's I've always had some kind of hand in something. So it's pretty much
0: been my whole life, man. Yeah, just like from the get-go. Yeah, so, pretty much. Because you have a unique experience in that that not a lot of people listening would have is like you were like born in the church, like basically essentially like yeah. right there in the pew. Yeah. Like it was, it was uh, done. Like I, I didn't, I came into church when I was like 15. So I right. had something a little different, but you've had this unique experience to where it's like from birth, you've been like, here's church. Totally. And, and as a kid, how did that, like, how did, how did you work with that? Cause I know that it always had its ups and downs.
1: It does. Uh, when you're a pastor's kid, as we're always, always re- referred to PKs, Man, it just, I don't know, sometimes you feel like you got to be something more than others, you know, because you you want to really try to be, let's just be honest, be better and Mm -hmm. and try not to mess up, try to walk on a wire. Because to me, that's how a lot of people looked at you. You know, you had to always be, you were always in a spotlight whether you wanted to be or not. Mm -hmm. And you felt like you couldn't mess up. So when you would always hear about if you did something wrong... Uh, growing up in that old school way, you just felt like that God was like a punishing God, mm. and you really had to learn to come out of that because obviously that's not how He is. But right. you know, that's that's how to my sister and I felt like that's how it was. Mm. So it was it was interesting growing up in it. Sometimes I'd always wondered what it'd been like to not be uh, in ministry or like if we were just kind of in a I, I don't want to say like a normal family. I hate to, I don't want to come across that way, but it's yeah. like. Growing up, maybe dad doing construction or mom working somewhere else, you know, mm. but we were just right in ministry. So it was always a part of that. And so I, you just always had to feel like I want to do my best in, in everything, but I don't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. So I've always actually taken on that persona as a perfectionist, too. So.
0: Right. Because it, it almost feels like I don't have the experience of it, but I've seen it like you're sure. carrying other people's bags. Absolutely. That's a good and way to put it. Yeah. Like someone someone is making you live up to their standard Mm -hmm. and it's very humanistic because we we do look at people like oh you're in a position of power your family's in a position of power therefore you are sure and if you mess up we're gonna look at that tenfold right versus my kid messes up well my kid's just a run-of-the-mill kid right you know he's not a you know a pastor's kid oh heaven forbid and the the clasping of pearls oh totally
1: well it's funny you say that because it made me think I never wanted to bring shame to my family name either. You know, mm. no matter where we were, whether it be as I'm growing up, knowing right and wrong, of how the effects of making a good a good decision uh, excels things, but making a bad decision can bring something you feel like against your own family or mm. oh, they're they're high up in the church. You know, well, why would they do that or say that or look what they did? Mm. And so it was. It's hard to live by. People just don't even realize. Even into my forties, you still get that. Yeah. Um. Because my parents are obviously still pastors, mm-hmm. and being a part of that church that they're pastoring, it's you. You still kind of carry that around no matter what.
0: Yeah. It, it has a lot to, and not to like, not to put it out there to anybody else, but like the last name mentality. Mm-hmm. Like you hear a last name or a family name, sure. and you're just like, oh, you're a part of that family. Absolutely. And it's either you're treated like royalty or like, yeah. The other end.
1: But isn't that yeah. true for, like, say, if you like sports or yeah. you watch uh, the Queen of England? I mean, it doesn't matter what family name it is. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's said, whether it's social status, mm-hmm. higher, lower, people know a certain name. Yeah. And in the Pentecostal world, Grey is known, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, you just you, you just have to hold on to that a little more. And I just felt like you always had to be careful in what you did. Yeah, so
0: and I think that's a good... I think that's a good piece of advice for anybody uh because somebody's always watching. Whether it's mm-hmm. and, and you never know it. I mean, you obviously felt it more because you grew up as a pastor's kid. Right. But I don't care if you're a pastor's kid or you're a janitor at a church. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful cuz somebody's always watching. You. Absolutely. Um I'm down here I was down here today with the younger kids just for a little bit and like I had to watch, you know, how I'm acting and interacting with buddies because I want these kids to like you know, I want to see, like, the respectfulness and sure. like, things like that. I want to help out in any way that I can. I don't want to set a bad example. Right, and right. it's always on in my head of, like, I don't want to set a bad example for kids because I know they're watching. Because sure. when I was a kid, I was always watching.
1: That's true. That's a good point, man. Because, like you said, you came up when you were, like, 15. Mm. And I remember seeing you around and uh, even seeing others around. I, I've seen so many people come and go. Mm. And you just you want to set a good example of, like, my my gosh, what did I was I good around them? Was yeah. I not good around them? You know, I mean I just all I right. carry that everywhere I go.
0: Are they happy that I'm not there anymore or they're not around me or do they miss me? You know, like is Set. it totally. You know, not to be like, you know, egotistical on my no, end. Not like, I'm gonna be me. Regardless, right. Um, but I, I'm hoping my me is is a good person that leaves a good impact. Absolutely. Uh, even though I know I'm human and I don't, <laughs> I know that there are sometimes you don't. Right, right. right. Uh, but like, does this person is this person better off having known me or should they have never met me? Sure. Um,
1: that's man. That's a good point because that made me also think of when I wasn't involved in church. Mm-hmm. Then they'd wonder why. Yeah. So it's like I either completely had to be. But then if I wanted to take a step back and just kind of refresh myself mm. and enjoy God. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes across, you know, but then they would go, well, why? You're, you're a pastor's kid, though. Like, why aren't you running a program? Why aren't you running a church? Why are
0: you? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you. Why, why aren't so, you? you if right. you see a need, you should fill it. That's right. Um, like, if you see, like, and I've had people come up to me. I'm like, I don't care if you have a weird idea or not. Mm. If you got a weird idea, bring it to me. You got any idea, but also be prepared to help out with that. Don't just give it and like hand it off to some, that's somebody else's job to do. That's exactly right. Like you also have a calling on your life. Every single one of us can be a pillar. Every Absolutely. single one of us can do something. Don't pawn it off on someone else what you know you were called to do.
1: Oh gosh, no. That's right. Especially when you're the one that brought it forth mm-hmm. to an individual and that individual maybe had no clue what you're talking about. That means it was
0: put on your heart Yeah, for a reason. Well, and not so, everybody sees everything. Right. No one's got 360 vision. You know, mm. so you, you can't see, well, true. other than God, um, right. but you can't always see if there's a need, like there's needs in the church right now. I have no idea what they are right? because they aren't for me to help, but there are needs mm. that I'm seeing in the church that I can help with. That's and true, that I, man. I should. Absolutely. Um, that's why it's a church. It's a body. It's arms and legs and hands and feet. It's, it's all that's of right. that. Uh, so it, it does irk me when somebody just brings something and they're like, you should get on that. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, Dude, I've heard it my whole life, man. Yeah, Heard it my whole life and being my whole life, you know, and people don't know me and I'm married. I have four kids and we kind of, we say we have the bookends. We have a daughter who's 18, you know, then we got a 13 year old son, 10 year old son, and then a seven year old son. So we've got them at the both ends of the spectrum and want to raise them in church. But I, my wife and I had agreed that we will not. Force them mm. into doing things that they don't want to do, and and to clarify, it's not that I was, yeah. but it was different back then. It is now, yeah. And we love that our kids go to church; they still love it, but we yeah. we live it in front of them, behind closed doors, and that's the biggest thing for us. And that was our biggest example: is make sure you know who God is in your home, because if you don't know who God is in your home. Anybody can fake it in church, but when you're living it for real at home, Mm. it's much easier and more authentic when people see it in church for real.
0: It, It isn't fooling anybody if it's only for two hours a week. That's right. You gotta live it at home. You gotta live it on the freeway. You gotta live it at your job. That's right. Like at and, school,
1: all of it. Yeah.
0: Because because you said you're your father. For I I am not a father, so I I have thirty to forty kids a week for like an hour or two. But still, uh, it's it's a lot. But it's nothing compared to like having a house full of kids. You're responsible for them, sure. their safety, making sure they eat, right, financially, their future, all of that. Like that's a big pressure. Absolutely. And no. I like what you just said about not forcing them because I've seen, I i went to the church school here and I've seen church kids grow up here mm-hmm. who now want nothing to do with the church yep. because they were forced into it. Absolutely. And because their family wasn't living it at home. Mm-hmm. But heaven forbid, if you miss a Sunday or a Wednesday. Oh, come on. Now you're preaching, brother. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I saw it firsthand yeah. and now those people want nothing to do with church. No. They want nothing to do with me because I'm still here. And like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't do this to you. Right. like i'm i want to be your friend and like, nope i don't want nothing to do with you no. i'm like i understand it's more in the home yeah and to be honest your
1: kids are going to know who you are if you're going to be faking church and they go wait a minute you don't act like this at home yep my kids know exactly who my wife and i are right at church and at home we're the same per- person yeah and that's how we're like hey we're going to go to church today or one time we might go we're going to take a week off and people are like where were you guys at well we spent time with my family. Yeah, we went to We're cold. busy through the whole week. Exactly. We, we went and did something. We just yeah. hung out, and guess what? We still live God every day. Our living God isn't just on Sunday. Our living right. God is every day. Yeah. And I don't want to sit here and promote everybody, hey, you got to miss church all the, you know, once So <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm just letting you know from my perspective yeah. and what I grew up with, I wasn't going to just be constant. I'd always heard 24-7. Mine was always 25-8. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was all the time, every breath I breathed, that it had to be church. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're choosing a, a, a way of raising our kids and it's still Jesus first, Yeah. but we're going to make sure it's done right in the home first. Well, you got so. to
0: have it as a foundation. That's right. You're building a house, you're building a future, you're building a family. Yeah. You can't do it on a, a weak foundation. Not at all. And if God is your foundation, he's going to honor that. And I've, I've seen people in my perspective of it has always been, you take that time. Yeah. Like you have, everyone's got a busy week and you always got to make time for God. There is always time. There's always bits that we can go throughout our day to make more time. Oh, totally. I agree. Uh, But you got to make time for family too. Yeah. And I'm not saying to put that above God, but God is still going to honor that. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, there's no, there's no issue. I tell some of my staff, I'm like, Hey, if you don't want to have, you don't want to be here on like a Sunday and you want to go spend time with your spouse or your family, you go out to lunch or brunch or whatever. Sure. Do that. Cause You never get to do that No. because you're working, their family's working, like right. Go do that, and God is still going to honor that. Yeah, now, that doesn't mean every week, obviously. No, I get like, what you're saying, sure. You know, um, that's
1: but, I think that's uh, it made me think because I there was a time when we were you all, I think I believe Chris and Dawn were mm-hmm. uh, the youth pastors uh, here. It was during that time, and I had a lot of my friends, like even yourself included, that were on staff there. And there was times that I'd even felt, and that's when we really started pulling away on on Wednesdays. And there's, and uh, you know, I'll explain myself here, but I just we'd gone so much on Sundays and Wednesdays for so many years, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like I got looked at as to why am I not helping on in the youth? Everyone everyone else is helping in the youth. Why aren't you down here helping in the youth? Well, I I served my time, yeah, and I did, and it was from like 18 till I forgot how many years I stayed in helping with that. And then we would just kind of spend our Wednesday nights even at home. Because we've had a busy week, we we wanted to spend time with the kids. Um, we're big on uh, having dinner around the table. We discuss life and discuss school. And I just felt like that. That was sometimes in during that season. I got a, kind of some looks from people and some words I would hear that, you know, where are you guys at? Yeah. I'm like, well, we're doing fine. We're yep. doing great. And I thank you for checking on us. I yeah. appreciate that. But I don't have to be everywhere all the time because my family. Yeah is the pastor Well,
0: and i also don't need the guilt trip right. that's that's the other thing too because some people right. will will guilt trip you into it and sure. like i don't don't guilt trip me because that's the that's the fastest way to get me to do the opposite of what you want
1: that's see that's exactly right that'll and, preach man that's yeah. so true
0: um i just i just couldn't stand it and sometimes there'd be days when i would miss or i'd miss a week or two in a row and it's sure. just like oh, you're just not coming anymore? I'm like, mm, no, I got stuff going on. Like,
1: <laughs> See, I've always had that saying, two weeks missing of church is like two months to people yeah. that are in church. Right. That's usually how it is. They're like, you've yeah. been gone a while. I've been gone two Sundays.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm Not probably. to mention, I've been here Wednesday. I went to an event on Friday. Right. I was here Tuesday helping out build some stuff down here. Look, uh, doing some dramas you? on Friday, you <laughs> yeah. know, or whatever it yeah. was, right? So he's like, oh, because I don't see you for an hour on Sunday, therefore I am now a heretic and you're going to burn me at the cross.
1: Right. Uh, I wasn't your check mark. For oh, I attended service this week, and God's gonna, yeah. you know, put a gold star by my name up there in the mm-hmm. lens book of life. It doesn't work that way, yeah. So uh,
0: that, yeah, it's, it's the whole star chart from <laughs> it Europe. is. Oh
1: my gosh, it's so
0: true, man. Yeah, no, that's it's yeah. interesting because you know it's like um, people just don't understand that it's not just a Sunday thing, and you know, a Wednesday right. thing. Um, there are days like I was here last night till about eight thirty, doing just putting panels on the stage. It's ministry. And it, that's just what it is. It's like, when, when can I fit this in? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, well, I've got other obligations. I want to make sure that I make time for my friends and, sure. you know, yeah. things like that. And I try to sometimes cross those streams like, hey, come help me work on a thing. We'll hang out and go get food afterwards. Right. And, right. you know, I'm, I try to do that. But ultimately, it's it's not a sin to take care of yourself.
1: You almost got to look at, and yeah, I think you made a good point because you almost got to look at then what's truly, what's your definition of ministry that's almost Mm. kind of what you've got to ask that person well what Mm. are you expecting of me then because i'm thinking you and i might have a difference of opinion on what Mm. ministry really is is ministry showing other people that i'm in church or is ministry servanthood unto god in ways that i know what's best to do or what god's gifted me with Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's not just on a sunday when i do it right i go and do it through the week in other forms and other fashions
0: yeah because they think that oh you can only get worship in church at church Right. And like, no, I can also worship through my actions. I can also praise through my actions. Absolutely. I can also minister to people through my actions. Totally. Even if it's just going to help somebody move or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't do that too much anymore because I can't move too much. Uh, but, but it's it's stuff like that. Like It is. I'll go rent a truck and I'll just be like, hey, just fill it up and we'll go and we'll take it wherever. Yeah. And, you know, I'll do what I can. Yeah. But people don't look at that. Oh, well, you weren't here Sunday, so it doesn't count.
1: <laughs> it's interesting see it just must be a God thing because the things you're saying I'm kind of it makes me think of points to go along with that. Is I feel like that's how I am with I feel like I, God's kind of called me to be a one to be there for people when others have left or when like say maybe someone has lost a loved one and life has gone on I like to be the one to call or text and go hey how you doing doing alright yeah you doing fine I just want to let you know your thought about you know I want to just let you know you are on my mind yeah This is stuff that's done behind the curtain. I don't have to have a spotlight on me to do that. Never. I'm doing it for God. I'm doing it for the person. Right. And I'm not, I don't need a praise or a pat on my back and let people know that I'm doing that. Never. So, I mean, that's just kind of what I feel like. I like reaching out to people when I'm, when I feel like I'm supposed to. Well, and even if you
0: do stuff for other people, regardless of what it is, if you're expecting something in return, you're not doing a kindness, you're doing business. That's right. And there's a transaction there. Now you get your reward here and it's a pat on the back and an attaboy and there's, I, I can't spend that. Is that I, I what can't. Jesus did? No. Not at all? No. Not at all? And it's, I don't know, some people have this, this skewed for, uh, vision of ministry. And they also, like, you said, like, taking a step back and just kind of soaking in, like, you can't pour from an empty cup. And the, the ideal way to do it is to let God pour into you so much that it overflows into other cups. That's right. You're not supposed to like tip your own cup or poke little holes in it to fill other people. No. You've got to make sure that you're in a place to where you're constantly getting that fresh oil.
1: Yes. Absolutely. That's why when any time I would ever speak or things that times that I feel like God would want me to speak, I don't I don't want to just speak to people that are I just assume they know everything I know. I want it laid so low. And it's no disrespect to anybody that's out there listening, uh but I want them to understand what I'm saying and I want them to understand the Maybe the story that I'm saying, and just assume that they know everything about ministry or about the Bible or about Jesus, or you bring a name up and you're like, oh, you know the story? Well, they may not. Yeah. Lay it out for them. Right. Uh, People need that.
0: Yeah. That's for sure. I I, I do that with the kids sometimes. I'll be like, who's heard of, you know, Job? And then, like, nobody raised their hands. We're like, cool, we're going to talk about a very depressing thing today. (laughs)
1: which is kind of funny just to add to that job is my favorite Uh, i was gonna i watched one of your podcasts and seen some of your favorite people uh or uh, favorite characters that were named and actually job is mine yeah so yeah yeah i did Uh, see
0: your comment because you're talking about like the people that just went and sat with him and just my favorite story man that that is dude sometimes there's nothing you can say there's nothing you can do
1: Sat there for seven days. Nobody do study on that. People seven days they sat in the dirt and no one said a word. Yep. You, you just got to sit in the dirt with people sometimes. Just so the presence. Dude. They just got to know you're there. Yeah. Want to know you're there. So yeah, yeah, I love. He's my favorite. So
0: because that, that's really cool. Oh. I did read that. I did see that comment. Yeah. Um, no, that's um, man. We well that whole tirade of ministry, dude. That's just <laughs> that's just how it goes. You
1: never know where it's going to head, right? Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, I I know that a lot of people mean well. I know that they do. Totally. I don't believe, I'm not one of these people that believe there's malicious, a majority of malicious people out there that are just out to get you. Not at all. Um, I believe that people mean well, but I don't believe that they have the means to do
1: well. Sure. Or maybe
0: they don't uh, know how to communicate it. Right. I completely agree. Absolutely. Because a lot of it's just regurgitated stuff from our forefathers, like things we've seen. Oh my gosh. Mannerisms and phrases that we always see, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, we, we just kind of regurgitate. We fall back onto that because we heard it so much. Oh, yes. Um, that it's like, oh, well, no, hold on. Let's think about this critically. Let's, you know, lay out the situation beforehand before we respond with just, a, you sure. know, uh, you know a proverb a day keeps the devil away. I'm <laughs> like, okay, well, let's put that on the shelf with the hokey stuff. <laughs> right. um, but, like, no, I think that's good, too, because people sometimes don't know
1: how to communicate it to you. And I have to be careful of that being raised in it to not just, or just assume in my head that, well, they're thinking they're watching me or they may not even be thinking anything about me. I'm not as important as what I I think I am sometimes, you know, and I really have to face (laughs) that in the mirror, you know, and I know it's funny, but it's true, you know, because even the enemy will tell me that if someone's watching you or, Hey,
0: they're saying that they're probably not even caring that I mean, they don't even know that I'm in the room. Right. You know, they've got so much of their own stuff going on. Think about how much you think of other people and like what they've got going on and how much time you spend that and then realize that they probably think less than that about you. You. It's a good point. Um, because it, it, it's not about you. I've had that checked so many times. Yeah. Like, it really isn't about you. Mm-mm. It isn't about me. It isn't about what I can do. It's yeah. about being obedient. That's it. And it's all like, obedience. Yes. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to lay out a plan for the next twenty years. I'm like God. What's the next command you're gonna <laughs> give? Right. me? That's right. One step at
1: uh, a time, man. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I'm not looking at twenty years from now. I'm looking at yeah. what's our next what's our next step sure yeah and i can't be too i can't be too taken with the top of the stairs when i haven't even started on the bottom step
1: preach brother you that's know? right
0: um, <laughs> that's right no but that's that's super interesting